Welcome to the Random Tea Gotham Podcast. I'm Queenie. I'm Chanya. And today we're talking about uh, Gotham Season 2, Episode 5, Rise of the Villains, yeah. Scarification. I, what? I don't know. Okay. I don't know. I, I don't. Now, I it's not unusual for me not to get the name the name of the title. The name of the title? The name of the episode. But what is scarification? I don't. Maybe I'll get it. So get, maybe yeah. it'll hit me. Yeah, that's what I was hoping is is it would hit me as we're as, as we're, we're going speaking. through this. Yeah. Other than um, Bridget getting burned, what yeah. other scarification? Oh well. Oh, um, no, thinking it through. There was Bundersaw and there was Butch. Oh, oh spoiler yeah. alert! By the way, yeah, if you have not watched this episode. I was thinking like cut scar, not like. Yeah, I'm thinking scar, gone. not like yeah removal yeah I well removal vacation just doesn't <laughs> just roll doesn't off roll the no i guess it doesn't so yeah well what did you think about the episode i thought it was pretty good i thought the history stuff was interesting that was way interesting to me um i think there was a i think this was just build up to next episode it felt kind of slow yeah but uh when it was over i stopped and realized that it wasn't jumpy yeah because we did not, because we started talking about, we didn't see a lot of people. Yeah, we didn't see Barb. We didn't see... Um, Bruce and Alfred. Bruce or Alfred. Uh, and it followed a storyline. It, it followed through. Yeah. It didn't jump around. Even the like penguin usually stuff does. Was, was pulled back in and well, tied in. Well, but, and it was like in real time. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and so it all made sense, but I didn't really realize that that's what was what had happened until after it was over, and I started to dissect the episode. Yeah, I was like, "Oh, well, now that I think about it, yeah." So they they they're holding on to it. It seems like remember in the very first episode, it was very organic, and yes, we both discussed what can they keep this up, or were they going to go back to the jumping around? And last episode, there was some jumping. Yeah, I was I was really worried. For- oh yeah for it after that i was like shit but they didn't really do it in this one so it 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 made it smooth mm-hmm. i think um it it was kind of slow it but was they but had a lot of stuff they had to bring in yes they had a lot of a lot to set up they introduced the uh the pike characters mm-hmm. and, and the whole backstory with theo's right. family and everything right so that was kind of a slow burn <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'll be here all week. <laughs> okay, you can stay in my living room okay. all week. The dogs will be happy. I only got a couple more days, so. <laughs> so it was uh, directed by Bill Eagles, who also directed Everyone Has a Cobblepot. That was a good episode. Mm-hmm. And it was written by uh, Bruno Heller, who's the creator. Yes. And it would take a lot to tell you what he wrote. All of it. Um, And Megan Mostyn Brown was the story editor again. Oh, yay. So, yeah. I love, I just, I just really feel like she's sitting in an office somewhere scribbling through, nope, nope, nope can't do this. Nope, can't nope. do that. With her red pen or something. What about this? You drop this thread, can you pick it up here and, you know, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. She's got a red pen. She's, she does. Thank you, Megan. We appreciate that. We appreciate that. it so much. So, yeah. Um, I would like to, before we, uh, before we start into the recap, I would like to, um, wish everybody a uh, happy back to the future day. <laughs> of course. Cause we're recording do. this on October yes, 21st, 2015. So yes, we are. I still have yet to receive my hoverboard from Mattel, I but I'm waiting. I went and looked first thing this morning for you and Thank did you. not see anything. I was very disappointed. 
fuck you, Mattel. Fuck you. They missed. Yeah. They did. It was a wonderful opportunity. Even if they just released something crappy. Yeah. To they, be a. They missed an opportunity. They did. They it did would indeed. would have flown off the shelves. Yep. Uh-huh. <laughs> that took you a second. It, did. it was so bad. My brain tried to go past it. And then it was like, nope. Nope. You must acknowledge. on point tonight. Beware. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so we start out at Theo's penthouse and um, Oswald is there and he's thanking Oswald for the trunk that, that he, that he brought over, which, you know, Theo likes furniture. That was a nice well, gesture. And Butch is there, of course. And um, Oswald's like, so, 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 you know, it'd be great as if, you know, I was just your ally and, you know, I, you let my mother go and then I'd be great. That would be great. And he's like, yeah, no. Yeah. No. no. But Penguin likes having friends. He does like having friends. He went so overboard with talking about Jim friends. being his friend. Now that we're friends. Friend. Yeah. <laughs> Penguin just wants friends. Yeah. Um, and also Tabitha has a little flirty flirt moment with Butch. That was a little frightening. Yeah, I'm like... I'm, I'm not sure... I don't like who that. Who I was more scared of. I don't like that pairing uh, at all. No. <laughs> That's a no TP. Yeah. Um, but one of the things I did like was that Tabitha has not changed her look again. Yeah. Her hair was down. Her hair was and down and she was... Yeah. Uh, yeah. It was... I just it was starting to really bother me that she was changing her look every yeah. single episode. I still wish we got more character from her. She's pretty two-dimensional. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There, I don't feel any motive. What is her motive? Okay, she is this psychopath, crazy killer chick. Yeah. What's her motivation? Exactly. They haven't really even told us that. So, so yeah. Um, Where's all that anger coming from? Don't know. Uh, so, they uh, <laughs> um, they leave. Uh, Oswald and Butch leave. And um, then Theo tells Tabitha to stop freaking out the help. <laughs> Which, you know, bored. I'm sorry. I'm so everybody's so bored. But they we we learn they still have Mayor James. Yes. And that Barb sleeps too much. Yes. And um which I think was just an excuse to not pay the actress to be in the episode. But they put in the line That's of dialogue exactly. to explain where she and they put in a line of dialogue explaining where Mayor James was. I would love to know where Amygdala is though at this point. I would we like do to not know, know where he is. Ooh, we I, we also do not know where Montoya and Allen are. Yeah. They have not stated any of that. In so. like a dozen episodes or so. Mm-hmm. Nobody really cares about them. Well. Um, so we find out that um, one Sid Bunderslaw is <gasps> in the trunk. and um, Mr. Know-it-all. Yeah. And so Theo's like, uh, you're the dirty laundry guy for Wayne Enterprises. So I need some information. And, um, and he's like, no, I'm not. And he's like, yes. Yes, you are. That was well played. And uh, so he's like, you're going to tell me information. Otherwise, they'll torture him. But first, they need to borrow something. I don't think that's borrowing. And right away, I actually called the eye, didn't I? You did call the eye. Because you called hand. hand and your daughter called ear. Ear. Yeah. And you called eye. I called eye. It, you know, it's too many times watching the Avengers. I think I went for the hand because you went for the eye and she called ear. And I was like, I gotta I'll have something. take a hand. Yeah. Um, and so, um, I was thinking fingerprints. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, so yeah, they, they don't actually show it until later, but it's itty bitty little knife. So I guess hand yeah, should have been curved or knife finger. And he, they come up right to, 
And so, yeah. And then yeah. we cut to, we, we cut away. We don't know what happened. Um, so we go to GCPD and already I'm tired because Barnes is there. And they take, uh, him and Jim and Harvey have the strike force. Um, they take them into, well, no, we're not at the GCPD. We're with the GCPD and, um, takes them into one of, um, I was just going to let you go with it. I guess it's money, a money laundering operation. They refer to it as a counting room. Yeah. And it's, of course it belongs to Penguin. And, um, well, if you remember back during season one, I think it was. Where the, the, Somebody the one went in Chinatown. To the, they went. No, you know, there's the one in Chinatown, and yeah, the one that that Jim went to. With it was Harvey in the back Dent. of the. It was in the back of the restaurant. He yeah. had to go through the kitchen to get there. That was a counting room. Yeah, that was a counting room. Um, and so I actually realized what it was in my brain was a scene from John Wick. So <laughs> I'm glad you covered. There for was me. one though, because he took Harvey Dent there instead of Harvey Bullock. He did, and that was stupid. Yeah, that was very stupid. Where is Harvey Dent? We haven't this seen is him. the fifth episode. He was listed as a main character, was he not? Yeah, he was. Episode rec- five, at least a recurring, maybe um, just recurring. Um, but they haven't even mentioned him. So no, they whatever. haven't. That's because he's horrible. Um, yeah. So they they go to arrest everybody, and of course, um, one guy is way over prepared, and he is a missile launcher, and everybody ducks, and um, Jim and Harvey are like, "This is just par for the course, man." Yeah, they're like, "It's Tuesday." <laughs> and uh, one of the little strike force babies, or two of the little strike force babies, take the guy down. And yeah, if you're gonna come at somebody with a rocket launcher, have some body armor. Yeah. Pro tip. Yeah. Pro, pro tip. tip. Um, and so afterward, they're bagging up the money, and you get a nice little moment of one of the recruits is like, "Well, what I could do with this money?" And Barnes is like, "Nope, nope, bag it up." Like, oh God. So um, so Jim goes to talk to Barnes and. He's like, hey, you know, there's this place called the Merc, and they... Because Barnes wants to know where the rocket launcher came from. He seems... Yes. He was caught off guard. Yes. Where has Barnes been all this time? And that's pretty much what Harvey's like, welcome to Gotham. Um, and so, uh, Jim's like, oh, that they get him at this place called the Merc, and they have all this... All, it's like weapon sales. I have so many problems with this scene. Okay. So, so many problems. You know what problem number one is? Harvey. Harvey barely gets a line anymore. I'm surprised they sent him at all into I know. the scene. Well, because Barnes is just really kind of overtaking. He's completely overshadowing Harvey and, and not in a good way. And not in a good way. And yeah. I miss Harvey. I miss the interaction between Jim and Harvey that they built up in season one, that they built up at the beginning of the season. Yeah, because when, when Harvey wasn't a cop, we got more interaction. Yeah. Before they brought Barnes in. And I cared as as if it's a thing that would have happened. I cared about Harvey more. Yeah. With that little uh, interaction at the beginning of the season. But now he's practically been written off the show. I think he got three lines this entire episode. Yeah. And that's bothering me because he's, it's a relationship they built up and we're connected to. Yeah. And we, and attached. we put in work to it because they, they, they have actually shown character progression with the two of them. And now he's just background. Yeah, now he's just there to make an make a offhanded statement like, welcome to Gotham. Why bother? Yeah. And then whatever. So the other problem I have with this is the Merc. Mm-hmm. How is it that they know about this place? And it's allowed Jim to Jim knew operate. exactly, and it's still well, operating. J- Jim does say that they've uh, paid off half the city council. Okay. So, yeah, Gotham corruption still. at its finest. But still, that's pretty, I mean, and as we see later, it's not some clandestine thing. It's the Walmart of evil. 
I mean, I, I don't know what I expected, but I did not expect what I did we not saw. expect Costco's. I did not expect Costco. No. <laughs> I mean. I mean, complete with announcements of like high explosives on aisle three. <laughs> well, yeah, it was the, the, the voiceovers uh-huh. that was, I was like, what? What? We need yeah. to go there. Yeah. Uh, but then there's the whole pants thing. Why are these men not wearing pants? They weren't wearing shirts either. They were in like... Um, was it... They, it wasn't... It couldn't have been hot in there. No, they were... And that's what I kept... I kept looking for like, are there... Is there evidence? Is it steamy? Because they were in their... Um, uh, their, their, you know, the, the white tank top. Their undershirts. Yeah, yeah, their undershirts. And then, yeah, they didn't have pants. And they asked for their pants. No pants for no. you. I don't think the the Miranda rights called for. Pants. There's not. Oh there God. there are no pants in that. Jesus. Oh, so whatever. So yeah. So we find out that the Merc is their next target. Lots of problems in this scene. Uh, so we go to we go back to Oswald and Butch, and they get back home, and Oswald is so upset about Mama Penguin. Of course he is. And he, um, I kind of saw it coming. Yeah. He he wants to torture Theo for for Mama's location, and Butch is like, "Well, let's go for Tabitha." Yeah. So my notes on this scene says Penguin goes nuts over Theo. Butch goes nuts over Tabitha. Yep. Which is pretty much what happens. And uh, Oswald makes a comment like, um, "There's no way he could feel as strongly about his sister as I do about my mother." Right. And I'm like, okay, Penguin's getting pretty unhinged here. <laughs> yeah he is and this is this was so funny because um you know one of his underlings comes in and is like hey the police hit the count house and butch cannot get away fast enough he turns around and heads to the other side of the room so fast he knows what's about to happen because then uh penguin just beats the shit out of this guy for bringing him bad news what was it you said the butch was going to fix him a sandwich yeah butch was like sandwich time yeah. Or knit a sweater real quick. Something. Yeah, something. To be like, see here, don't kill me. <laughs> um, but then he gets a lightning bolt idea out of nowhere, out of beating this guy. I still and don't he's understand like, he where has it an came idea. from. I don't know. So um, the next day we go to uh, GCPD. and uh, Where we find out that nobody likes the Strike Force name. Yeah, because it's stupid. Um so Leslie, uh, Leslie, you know, greets Jim and, um, he's like, uh, they talk about Barnes and he's like, Barnes gets stuff done. And, um, Leslie's like, yeah, anyway, your name's stupid. And it's date night. Most importantly. Most importantly, it's date night. <laughs> and this is, this, this is great. It's adorable. Um, Ed comes over and he's like, hey, so, uh, Kristen thinks that we need to socialize with other couples. So, uh, can Who we do does- a double... Who, Who does, does that? that? I know. I'm like, why would you do that? And he's like, so they want to do a double date. And so uh, the classic, this is so classic. Leslie says yes, and Jim says no at the same exact time. Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, which, of course, we go with Leslie because she clearly wears the pants. Well, in this it relationship. is. A, he does live with her. So. Because he, he has no he home. has no home. And so. Um, She's like, oh, I just got some new fondue pots so we can do it at my place. And all I can think of is the line from Captain America. Uh, so you, you two uh, fondue? fondue? Yeah. yeah. Just, that's all I can think of. Uh, and uh, what was it? Oh, a point. We were looking so hard for a Firefly reference. 
Yeah, we were. We we were really were. And I found it. It's such a stretch. Okay, hit me with it. It's such a stretch. Okay, in the very first episode of Firefly, when um Anara comes down the stairs and uh-huh. she sees Kaylee. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. She says, Hey you. Yeah. And so when Lee walks into the GCPD area and sees Jim, she, she goes, says, hey, hey, you. you. Yeah, I'll, I was like, I'll take it. I was like, there it is. Because you is. can't have an episode with Firefly from Gotham mm-hmm. and have a cast member from the show Firefly and not make a Firefly reference. You just, you just can't do it. It's very, very true. But Firefly's not done yet. That's true. So we have time. Yeah. Yeah. I but wanted, I'll take, I'm taking what I can get. I wanted something, man. Um, and so, uh, Ed goes off to tell Kristen and Jim's like, this sucks. And Leslie's like, it'll be fine. So I'm like, Jim's, Jim's me in this Jim hates fun. So. (laughs) Jim is so anti-fun. So, uh. (laughs) He'd rather go hang out with Harvey. Seriously. Which is why he's living with Lee. Yeah. What? I'd see, I don't get that. Yeah. Okay. So Theo comes in and he's like, can I talk to you alone? Is this where Harvey points out about he's always looking, he's where the action is? I think that was later. Was it later? Okay. Um, and so... Uh, it all blurs. They start talking about the uh, the gala, and um, he's like, I've never killed a man before, and, and, and you know, he, he's been thinking about it a lot, and um, he's like, how do you handle killing someone? And Jim's like, don't worry about it, you did the right thing, and... Um, then Theo just starts buttering Jim up. Something something crazy. Uh-huh. He's like, you're a symbol of hope to Gotham. No, he's not. And um, I'm like... He builds the symbol. I'm like, Gotham doesn't know who you are, baby. And um, for the most part. And so uh, he wants Jim's endorsement for mayor. As the... As the president of the police right. unit, union. And Jim's like, I can't do that. No. And so Theo's like, well, you know, think about it. And, of course, they shake hands. And that was the point where I texted you and I said, mark my words, by the end of the episode, he will be he will be uh, yep. endorsing him. Yes, he does. And yeah. Jim is so easy to manipulate. He's so easy. Uh, now, in this scene, Theo is a much better actor than he was at the gala. Yes. And at the press conference. And at the press conference. So I don't really get that. Maybe he tries to play it big for the cameras. I don't know. He, he's so bad at it. Yeah. He, he says... I can't stop thinking about it over and over. And all I'm thinking of is, yes, we keep thinking about it mm-hmm. as an audience over and over because we're still pissed off about it. Yeah. So, yeah. whatever. Yeah, I'm still I'm still mad about that. Yes. So, um, this is where we get Tabitha going to Oswald's place. And um, apparently she's the only one that knows where he lives. Yeah. And he tells her that someone close must have betrayed him. So, he's starting to lay seeds and so, um, so do you think it was Butch? I don't. Because Butch was awfully quick to come back with, oh, you don't know that boss. Yeah, but. Was I, he just he, pandering or. I, I don't know. I, I think, I don't, I think maybe it's that he doesn't know the plan. I, I don't know either. I just throw in the question out there. Because I thought they made it super clear that Butch has to follow orders. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but he has been okay. awful twitchy lately. So I maybe not. But yeah, so Butch is like, no, I, I, I don't know about all that. And, and uh, Penguin's like, nope, I'm sure. And so um, she's like, 
anyway, don't really care about your stupid buddy. Because she doesn't. She's like, any of your mob crap. But anyway, here's this list of places that you're going to have burned down. And um, he's like, okay, so I It's have a big to, job. It's a big job, so I got to find somebody to do it. I'm surprised she didn't, which of course that wouldn't have, that wouldn't have worked for the storyline, but I'm, I'm surprised she wasn't just like, do it yourself. Yeah, but, but he's a boss. Yeah, but he also did one of the murders See, himself. See, that it, still makes no make sense. Because they don't care as long as it gets done. Yeah. Um, and it looks like Penguin did it because they're very much all for Penguin getting the blame for all this crap. Absolutely. I mean, that's the whole double layer, yeah. double blind bluff garbage crap and uh this really is probably totally off the mark and i mentioned to you when we were watching it Mm -hmm. that uh halloween is coming up as we said today's 21st so in 10 days halloween is coming up so they're doing all of this arson stuff Mm -hmm. right before the halloween made me think and this like i said it's probably totally off the mark so i don't know if this is on purpose or not if it is kudos Mm -hmm. but if not uh mentioned devil's night yes which uh, it's kind of related to Mischief Night, mm-hmm. which is practiced in multiple places throughout the world, mostly the United States. But Devil's Night specifically is specific to Detroit, Michigan, from the 70s to the 90s, where uh, a bunch of vandalism and arson mm-hmm. would happen the night before Halloween. Okay. Um, see the movie The Crow. Okay. There's a lot of talk about Devil's Night okay. uh, in The Crow, and that is in... I don't think it's actually set in Michigan, but it's around Detroit, Michigan. Mm-hmm. The actual Devil's Night. Ha- so I was like, all this arson and them setting fires yeah. this close to Halloween just made me think of that. And I thought that was kind of cool. It'd be great if that was an actual nod. Instead of just a coincidence. Yeah. I'm kind of afraid it's just a coincidence, though. Yeah, with this. Yeah. Well, still. But we can we can hope for the I'm, best. I'm going to put it there. Yeah. So, uh, so Tabitha is like, yeah, I don't really care about any of your crap. Get your shit together. And, um... She, she really, truly doesn't. She doesn't. No. And so she hands him this case. And, um, of course, we as the audience don't get to see it yet no. because they're going to dick us around with it for a little while. And he's like, <gasps> shocked by what's inside oh. it. So, woo. Whatever. Um, so then we go to Selena's quote-unquote house. She looks like she's in a vent room in a warehouse or yeah, something. Yeah, like a boiler room or something. Right. And so uh, she gets a knock at the door. And of course, in true Selena Kyle fashion, she like, she doesn't answer it until she's got a knife drawn and all this other stuff. Did you hear the cats meowing? I didn't the scene. first time. And then when you mentioned it, I heard it on the, on the rewatch. Like, seriously? Yeah. We're going back to that. Yeah. Um, and it's Butch. Just, you know, wanting to visit. Hey, buddy. And he's like, hey, I need you to, to, to take me to the these ar- these arsonist brothers in the Narrows because you know them. And um, so Selena's like, yeah, I used to hang out with their sister Bridget. And I know them because apparently they are hardcore fish loyalists. And if Butch shows up in there by himself, bad things will happen. Yes. Because he's with Penguin now. Yes. And he, you know, shot fish and stuff. So apparently there are a group of people who are still fish loyalists. Yes. Because she's coming back. Apparently so. They, uh, so I, which much I, discussion about the much, fish. Much discussion. But I'm glad they said something. And they're not acting like she never existed. Right. Because that's always my worry. Well, and the fact that they're keeping it alive in the show mm-hmm. gives me hope. Yeah. Gives me hope. Oh, yeah. Um, 
And so uh, he's like, no, you know, they know that Fish really loved you. And so you you will be my ticket in to talk to them. And uh, and they they uh, haggle. I think she gave up a little too easy. I think she did I don't, too. Selena doesn't give up that easy. No. So the, he's going to pay her 350 bucks to uh, introduce them, basically. To vouch for him. For about, yeah, to yeah. vouch for him. So they go to um, the, the place that the Pikes are living and... We see Bridget answer the door, and she is. She takes them over to her brother's. Now, I have to interject here. Okay. Because Selena keeps hanging on him saying that Fish loved her. Yeah. A lot. A lot. Like, in the hallway, she's like, did she really? And he's like, yeah, everybody really knows that. Her? And I think she really misses her mom. Yeah. And she kind of saw Fish as a as mother a mom figure. figure. Yeah. Yeah. She also charges another $100 in the hallway. She does because he's like uh they you know just act like we're friends and she's like friends cost extra. They do. They so, really do. Yeah. Um so we we get Bridget and bless her heart she is a doormat. Her brothers are assholes and they treat her like shit. Yeah, they are. It just pissed me off. Yeah. And um so they're they're not happy to see Butch. But uh, Selena, you know, does vouch for him, and um, he's like, uh, he shows them the addresses, and they're like, oh, man, that's that's a lot. That's a lot of work. Yeah. And he's like, well, there's a lot of money in it. And so they, of course, they, they agree, and they send uh, their youngest brother to go to the Merc and get some napalm. I just have him listed as skinny guy. Yeah. Well, well one of them was like, well, we have a lot here, and he's like, no, we can always use more. Yeah, because they said we have enough to do the job, and he's like, no, nah, we need more. I'm like, okay. Apparently, you always need more. Apparently. And so, um, this is where they just treat Bridget, like, just horrible, just horribly. And, um, and, uh, so, Bridget leaves, and Selena does go after her. And. Selena is so not okay. Yeah, and she With find, this whole situation. She finds her in the alley crying, and, um. You know, they, they talk a little bit, and um, she tells Bridget to take care of herself and to be strong. And be strong. And I'm like, oh, honey. This whole thing, I so, just don't like it. I really get the feeling that when Ser- Serena, mm-hmm. Selena came, I am just going to make shit up now, that uh, there's, there's a story there. Oh, yeah. With Selena and Bridget, and yeah. I want to know what it is. Yeah, because um, Bridget is a decent bit older than her. She is. So, uh, right away, I thought that was a little... Like, a little odd. Yeah, that they were hanging out. But, yeah. but then again, Bridget doesn't look like she's exposed to many people that are no, nice to her. So, true. you know, even if it's this little kid being nice to you, whatever. Right. Um. So we go to the Merc, and this is where we find out it's the Costco of evil. <laughs> and um, complete with voiceover. It's, yeah. I, I want to go back and rewatch that scene just to hear what's on special. What's on special. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, this younger brother is there getting explosives when, of course, the fucking strike force comes in and, um, you know, he makes a run for it and Jim, of course, has to chase him and so does Barnes and they're like running and huffing. Well, yeah, they're very very dramatic. Very, very dramatic. And, um, the, the kid turns to shoot them and he, he grabs a gun and, um, of course, Jim opens fire and so does Barnes. The only problem is that he had stuffed a thing of explosives down his pants before he ran. About $500 worth. Yeah, because he was like, ooh, we're going to steal. Which, how is there not better security at a place 
frequented by criminals. I, I well the 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 guy who runs the shop is apparently smart enough to charge extra for uh, marked bills. Yeah, that's true. But he's not smart enough to keep an eye on inventory. Yeah, and allow somebody to have. To be left alone I mean, enough to picked, stuff something in his pants. Picked it up, stuffed it down his pants. Because I kind of expected out. him to get caught. Yeah, I was. T- that's what I was expecting. Yeah. But it's the cops come in, and yeah. apparently it's the raid episode. So, so uh, Pike brother go boom. I don't think he went boom enough. I don't think he went boom. Not for that amount of explosives. No. Especially when they, sh- like, and I don't know how accurate the movies are. I'm obviously not an explosives we need, expert. We need some Mythbusters on uh, this. We do, but, like, they show these little tiny pellets of C4 doing all this damage, and he had a gigantic chunk. Big old, like, like double a, brick size. Yeah. Bigger than a regular brick. It was double brick. And it was, he went very tiny boom, for as far as I'm concerned. It was way too small. Um. So, this... <laughs> This next bit is great. So they go, it's it's date night. Yes, it's, And it we're is. at Leslie's house, and Ed is there, and Kristen is there, and Leslie is there, and Jim is not there. And um, Ed's telling fun facts, science-y fun facts. I like Ed's fun facts. I know. I was like, this is great. And um, it, this this show is entertaining and educational. It is. It's educational. Something fancy. <laughs> wow. It's edutainment. That was great. <laughs> Um, and so, uh, and Kristen kind of like, like, oh, no, honey, nobody wants to hear about that. And I'm like, I want to hear about that. I know, right? I'm like, Ed is precious when he's not murdering people. And even um, then he's precious. Even then he's precious. Yes. And then Jim finally arrives. And, um, so he, uh, pulls Leslie to the side and they talk and, um, she's like, actually, um, Ed's kind of awkwardly cool. And this is kind of nice. Yeah, Jim does not believe her. Yeah, and so they go back to the table, and Ed proposes a toast. Yes. And it's very sweet. They're all friends. Yeah. And I'm like, I'm like, friends. Oh, dear. Yeah. Oh, dear. So we go to the Pikes, and they hear about their brother's death, and... Uh, they, they don't seem terribly torn up. No, because they're horrible, dead. horrible people. Yes, they are. And so they're like, the, yeah, they're they're mostly just upset because he was their entry guy. He was a skinny, they need a skinny guy that can climb through air ducts and stuff. Right. And so they're like, hey, Bridget, come here. And she's like, uh, y'all, I don't like fire. And they're like, well, you know, you're not really our sister. You just used to screw our dad. No, her mother. Her mother, yeah, her mother used to screw our dad. dad. And she's dead. And since then, we, we, you know, are your family and we put a roof over your head. So you're either our family or basically, we're gonna we're gonna pimp you out on the streets. I hate them so much. And I'm like, please. And this whole time, I was like, kill them, please, fucking. They kill must them. die. They must die in a gout of fire. And I need to point out, mm-hmm. these guys have all of these explosives in this room mm-hmm. and candles. Yeah, they're not too schmirt. No, but they like the the fire. I understand that this is a family of pyromaniacs. Yeah, but yeah. Why are you so dumb? No, why are you so dumb? I don't understand, but yeah, there's there's lots of candles. And it was Fire actually, is their aesthetic. It was apparently it was <laughs> it was actually my daughter that asked the question. She's like, like why do they have candles? Why don't yeah. they? Have, isn't that a box of explosives right there? Yeah. 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 So Bridget pretty much has to do what. Yes, they're she is now forced to, to be a member of the gang. 
Um, and so we go back to Leslie's pay- place, and they are cleaning up after Ed and Kristen left. And um, Jim tells Leslie about the whole Theo thing and how he wanted Jim to endorse him. And um, Leslie kind of, she reminds him that Theo is respected in Gotham, or that Jim is respected in Gotham. And she's like... Um, is he? Yeah, I don't think he is. No, I don't think he is either. And she suggests that he let it be a source of happiness and pride. I do not understand why this scene was necessary. I don't either. What was the point? I don't either. Of this scene? It seemed completely pointless. Uh, yeah. I, I, I got nothing. Because she didn't give him any advice. She didn't, like, not really. There, It did not promote the story at all. No. Other than bringing it back to our attention that Theo asked him yeah. to endorse him. Which that was like 27 is, minutes ago, and I think I can remember that far back. Are you sure? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Generally. Okay. Um. So we go to, we go back to Bridget, and she has snuck inside of the first target. And this is the point where I was like, these are these great explosive people, and they're literally just walking her through it from outside. Because yes. um, they've got her on the radio, and they tell her, they're like, okay, put this in here, put the fuse in, and... And they're like, okay, light the fuse. Now do all this other complicated stuff while the fuse is burning because you only have two minutes. It was a lot longer than that. I'm like, Jesus. So they have um, they have her go to this safe, and this is where we find out that they took Buttersaw's eyeball for sure. Yep, yep, yep. Um, because she uses the retinal scanner. Which um, made perfect sense once they showed the eye. Yeah. And I was like, oh, okay. Yeah. And so she gets this really giant weird old knife out and um they have her take it and she so she puts it in her bag and um she barely gets out in time and she climbs out into the vent and she ends up getting burned in the process she left the eye behind they made a big deal of showing that 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 showing that they left the eye behind Mm -hmm. so i was really expecting that to resurface in the episode and it never did maybe it will next week but yeah, I, I, I doubt kept it. Thinking that too. That's In this true. show, I doubt it. Yeah, I kept thinking that because they showed it rather prominently. And um, so she gets back outside and her brother congratulates her. And continues to be more of an asshole. And he's like, we got four more to do. Let's go. And she's like, but my leg is burning. He's like, I don't care. And they're horrible, horrible people. Terrible. Um, so we go to Jim and Barnes after all five fires. And um, the lab is able to confirm, based on some of the chemicals used, that these these were these were pros. professionals. Yeah. Um, and so, uh, and Jim doesn't automatically know of a particular gang of pro arsonists in Gotham. He knew about <laughs> the Merc. <laughs> That's true. And so, um, see, Bar- Harvey should have come in and piped in at some point. Yeah, in because here. Harvey knows a lot about Gotham. I know, and especially a lot about the Gotham underworld. I know, so, and yeah. fish, and he knew a lot about fish's people. He should have recognized that this exactly, was exactly that this was the these pikes. were fish's people. Yeah, mm. I just don't want. I'm, I'm, <laughs> That's why I'm like Barnes can die anytime now because he's taking time away from my Harvey. Yes. And he he's not that great of a character. They're not really giving he's us much here. kind of boring. Yeah. He has no personality other than... Justice. Yeah. So uh, Barnes tells Jim to find a pattern to the fires. Find the common link. Well, yeah, because that's what... That's what police work is. Do. And so um, we go back to Bridget, and she is unloading gear, and um, 
she finds some fire resistant cloth. Mm-hmm. She gonna make her a costume. She is. She doesn't want to get burned again. Ooh. And so Selena comes in and she's like, "Oh, so yeah, this is what I'm doing." And um, and sh- so Selena's like, "So you're doing this now?" And she's like, "Yeah." And um, she gets real defensive. Yeah. And so Selena, because Selena's there to get the knife, right? Um, for Penguin, and um, he Selena warns Bridget. She's like. Please don't get yourself killed because everybody's just like, I kind of liked it. And they get into a big old fight about it, too. Yeah, they do. And she's like, it's family business. And um, Selena's like, you don't need anybody. You don't need them. They're not really your family. And Bridget's like, you know, you wanted your family when you were little. And we get a little cry. bit of their backstory. Yeah. And she used to look for her mother every day. And I'm like, oh, my poor baby Selena. I I'm know. like, somebody please hug her. And um, she's like, Selena's like, I don't care anyway. And she walks away. And I'm like, oh. Well, the thing is, they both have really good points. Bridget mm-hmm. says, what good is being free if you're alone? Yeah. And Selena says, what good is family if you're a slave? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, you're both right. Yeah. I think I would rather be alone than with those assholes. I'm all about the Selena. Yeah. Point yeah. of view right now in all this. Um. So we go to Oswald, who has the knife now. And he's very happy. Um, and... Uh, it's got the Wayne family crest on it. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. And why is this knife so important? Why is this knife important? Because he wants he wants to get a leg up on Theo. But and, that's Penguin's mo. That's exactly. how he does things. He wants he wants as much information as he can get his grubby little hands on. And so Butch is like, you should talk to Edwe Edwige um, about Gotham pig, history. Pig Pigwigeon. Pig, pig, yeah, Pigwigeon. That's totally I mean, what I heard. We think that she's uh, she's McGonagall's sister. Yes, so. she's McGonagall's sister's anyway. So her name yeah. is Pigwigeon. And so this woman runs an antique shop in Butch's old neighborhood, and she knows all kind of stuff about Gotham history. And so she shows up, and she's awesome. She's so great. And she immediately is like, "I don't know anything. I don't know anything." And he's like, "No, you know something, and you're freaked out." Yeah, we get a story, and so we get story time and flashback and everything. And so um, the knife has a cursed history because 200 years ago it was used to commit a crime. That there were five families who ruled Gotham. The Elliots, the Canes, the Crowns, the Dumas, and the Waynes. <gasps> now, when the Waynes. When you get through the scene, we'll, yeah, we'll talk got, about got I got stuff. stuff. Okay. So um, basically, it's been a while. this girl, Celestine Wayne, was promised to uh, a member of the Elliot family. But Caleb Dumas got his little swerve on with her, and um, they were found canoodling. <laughs> <laughs> and um, that's the technical term for yes, it. Yes, and Celestine claimed that he forced himself on her, and so Jonathan Wayne had no recourse but to cut off Caleb's hand, which you know just as you do, as you do. I thought that was for thieves. I thought it was too. That's at least what Aladdin uh, told me. Yeah, well, you know. Um, and so they um, they completely devastated the Dumas family. They took all their money. They they took all their names off everything. Um, and so Caleb Wouldn't let the papers report on them or nothing. Yeah. So Caleb went into exile overseas, and he joined basically a cult. He went to a monastery monastery yep. for the family's uh, patron saint. Yes. And Celestine um, died an old maid. It was all very tragic. Aww. And um, 
so the remaining family members changed their name. <gasps> Did they? And and Penguin thinks he knows what it was. It was Galavan. Just like that fella running for mayor. Yep. And um, Edwidge uh, warns him that he is in deep waters and he is happy because he has information. He can do stuff with this. That is where penguins thrive. So at this point, please explain me a thing. Explain to you a thing. Because you did, you did lots the of research. five families. I, I, I did do a little bit of digging into this because I wanted to know if these five families were real. Yeah. If they were a, a for real thing. And yep. they are. Ah. The five families. Um, we all know who the Waynes are. Right. That's the simple, easy one. Uh, the and, can- and now we know who the Dumas are, too. We do now. Um, yeah, we all, know, we all know all about the Waynes. That's not a huge mystery. Um, Kane is the maiden name of Martha. So that would be the Kane family. Okay. Uh, also, Bob Kane would be one of the creators. So right. there you go. So that's the Kane family. So they are... They are Attached in the history. Well, the Elliots, uh, if you remember Tommy Elliot. Who becomes Hush. Who becomes Hush. That was um, Bruce's buddy That he at beat school. the shit out of in Gotham. Yes, he did. Well, as we all know, uh, Tommy is uh, Bruce's opposite. Yeah. He tried to kill his parents to get the family fortune. Right. So, yeah, the Elliots would be a big, rich, they're another big, rich family. Right. In Gotham. So, there's that family. Uh, The crowns Mm -hmm. are very, very interesting. They're probably, of all of these, probably the most interesting story um, of the different families to me. And I'm stalling because the page is trying to open. (laughs) Um, So uh, there was Amelia Crown, who was the daughter of Burton Crown, one of the more powerful figures in Gotham City at the time. She fell madly in love with the wrong person, oh. who later becomes a Talon. Do we know who the Talons are? From the Court of From Owls. From the Court of Owls. <gasps> so, um, but because Daddy did not approve of the relationship, he would not accept William as his heir. Okay. So there were two types of people, the black and the white. No matter what he did, he would always be black or the filth. Okay. Um, but because of his deep love for her, William decided to several times with her, even though she was pregnant. Oh, she had a baby. Right. Um, a marriage was arranged between her and a second cousin. To because she make was pregnant. It all tidy because and- she was pregnant. And then Cobb became the talon. And then And then my dog is like freaking out trying to play with my other I mean, dog. Oh, sorry, baby. Okay. All right, I have to pay attention now. Yeah. Um, and so later, uh, Cobb decided to take the child away and give it to the Halley Circus to be raised as an assassin. The circus raised assassins? Yes, the Haley Circus. <gasps> that uh, sounds familiar. Yes, he did so so that his child would become a part of the gray. Because there's black and then there's white. There's only two kinds of people. Uh, so this way his child would become part of the gray. In Gotham, allowing his child to become a gray son. Da, da, da. So we find that this is, in fact, the ancestral family of Dick Grayson. Of Dick Grayson. Oh my God, that's so awesome! So Dick Grayson is a crown mixed plus a with the okay. Cobb. Crown plus Cobb. Cobb. Right. Okay. So 
uh, that's probably, like I said, the most interesting thing that's that I so found cool. out. I was like, whoa, that is so cool. I also found out in my research that I did not know that Bruce Wayne adopted um, Tim Drake. Tim Drake. Thank you. Yeah. I didn't know he actually adopted him. Yeah. I didn't know he was that young. Yeah. Tim Drake was a little one. I didn't realize he was that young. Yeah. So he's not that young in Batman Arkham Knight. So anyway, the fifth family, mm-hmm. the Dumas. Mm-hmm. Uh, the only thing I could find on that was the Order of St. Dumas mm-hmm. in the comics is kind of like the Knights Templar. Mm-hmm. It's the Knights Templar of this of the DC world. Yeah. Okay. Are the, the Knights of St. Dumas. I like Which Knights is Templar. where Azrael comes from so i also found out that uh one of the executive producers has in fact confirmed that we will be seeing Azrael. that is so cool that is so so, so cool. don't know where or when or if it's going to be a part of this galavan storyline or what but he's coming so there's the five families that she mentions so and now we have a possible tie to court of owls I think it's a little more than possible. <laughs> so excited. So excited. I'm so this just, is so this is this is the part I thought was really cool and interesting. This was probably the most interesting part of the episode. Yeah. I love history. So. I do too. Even fake Gotham history is oh, great. God. Fictional fictional history is probably one of my favorite things yeah. in existence. I mean, you've seen me build timelines. Oh so. yeah. Which has been sitting there so for three years. So now I need to know more about this cult that uh, Theo's ancestor joined. Mm-hmm. Because now I'm thinking, are Theo and Tabitha really brother and sister, or are they brother and sister in this crazy cult? See? We don't know. We don't know. Yeah. So. And that brings about the question about Silver. Yes. Is she really related, or is she just, yep. you know, whatever? And how much does she know about what's going on? Exactly. Because she could be indoctrinated into crazy cults. I believe so. So you never know. Or raised in it, so. Yeah. Um, so at this point, we go to GCPD, and Harvey is making calls about the arsonists. And so they have him appear for all of five yeah, seconds. for all of five seconds. And Jim comes in, and he's like, hey, uh, Wayne Enterprises owned all the buildings. <gasps> they said no. there were shell corporations and other stuff, sure. but, but everything was owned by Wayne Enterprises, yep. which I'm like, that's half the city. Um, and so this is way too convenient. The arsonist moved from east to west. It is a pattern. And they're like, if they strike again, it will be the Gotham City Book Depository. And I'm like, how do you know that? The Waynes own a shit ton of property. I, I, in order to expedite this plot? Yeah. There's just like, Gotham City Book Depository. I know. I yeah. would have preferred that Harvey go out and find somebody and come and back. And shake down and be like, this yes. pimp whatever. We haven't had a, a pimp montage in I don't know how long. We haven't. He has not shaken anybody down in we a while. We did get a hot dog, though. So We did. Um, so we go back to Butch and Oswald. and um, Well, they talk about the stakeout. Oh yeah, they do talk. So they're gonna they're gonna stake out the Gotham City Book Depository, of which Harvey is way too excited about this date night. I mean, yes. stake out. Yeah, yeah. Well, you know, Jim has date night with Leslie, and then he has date night with Harvey. It's only fair. It is only fair. Um. So and and of course he's like you you can't have any chili dogs. But he's gonna bring the donuts. But he's gonna bring the no donuts. pastries. And we get Jim smiling for the first time in a while because mm, like, he loves Harvey and he gets to spend Harvey. time with him. He loves his Harvey. And so uh, this is when we go to Butch uh, and Oswald, and um, 
Butch comes in and he's like, well, I delivered the knife to Theo. And um, there's this bottle of alcohol on the table. And uh, Penguin's like, take a drink. And Butch's like, no, I'm good. But it's Butch's favorite. It is. And then Penguin's, This was not going to go well from the beginning. Penguin's like, I insist. And he takes a drink. And uh, Penguin's like, you know, I know you can't resist your conditioning, and uh, you're the only one that I can trust because I know you can't betray me because you can't betray me. Right. And um, he's like... Um, I still want to know more about that. Yeah, I do too. That's so way weird. Because Butch seems to have his personality. Mm-hmm. Because for a while there, he didn't. No, but he, he seems just, to be coming back around a little bit. Yeah. And so um, he orders Butch to have another drink. And... Then, you know, Oswald just keeps talking to him, and he's like, I might be going crazy, but I might have also found Theo's weakness. Mm-hmm. And um, this is this is some kind of blood feud for him. This is not just normal business. Yep. And so if... You can make mistakes when you get a exactly, little too... Exactly, exactly. Too, if this too is passionate. Not, if this is not just business for him, then he can manipulate it. It's a little bit more than business. And, um, you know, Penguin's a master manipulator. He is. When it comes... To, that's why he loves his... Because when he has the information... He can manipulate. Exactly. He can use he can use your information against you. And so um, he's like, uh, you go to Theo and tell him that I've gone crazy and that you need a job. Because I'm I'm seeing betrayal everywhere. And um and he's like, and then you can find out where my mom is and you can rescue her because you're gonna be a part of Theo's organization. Yep. And Butch is like, Yeah, it sounds kind of shady. And um He's like, oh, no. Just all depends on how you sell it. And um, he tells Butch to take another drink. And he's like, we're going to make you trustworthy. And he proceeds to cut off Butch's hand. So somebody did finally lose a hand. Yeah. I was so not okay with this. And so I thought... I'm afraid Butch is gone. Yeah. But they, they echoed the story. This is going to get Theo's attention because that's what happened to his ancestor. Oh, oh. His hand got cut off. Oh. Yeah. 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 Story of betrayal. Yep. Yeah. So I, I don't think we've seen the last of Butch, but I am so worried now for my this, mobster son. I think this is the beginning <laughs> of the end. Poor Butch. Of Butch Kilzine. Yeah. Yeah. Bless his heart. Bless his heart. I want him to stay around long enough for Fish to come back. But Harvey's supposed to be taking care of Butch. Yeah, Fish made him promise. Something ain't right. Yeah. To take care of they Butch. Need to, there's a plot hole there. Um, So we go to stakeout time. Yay! <laughs> and this is so cheesy because this van pulls up and like nobody sees the lone car of cops sitting there. Uh, who are clearly uh, cops in clearly. their cop car. Well, I mean, it is Jim Gordon. Yeah. And Harvey and his hot dogs. <laughs> and they, they drop, I mean, they're not inches from that car I'm like how do you not see they're right there now I love the van that old van is priceless it's not a Volkswagen Mm -mm. uh, van but it looks really close but I love that van it was really cool Um, and they pan up (laughs) and there's Selena damn it Selena just she's 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 a lurker man she is and I wonder is she there to watch is she there specifically to watch over Bridget Uh, that's what I got from it okay because she's already done the delivery for Penguin. Right. So 
so she knows that this is the next location and all so apparently she's there. everybody does yeah. oh, i guess so it was in the newspaper yeah um and so they I wouldn't put it past gotham i really wouldn't um stay away from such and such it's getting burned down tonight um <laughs> and so they give bridget a flamethrower what the hell and they tell her to suit up and go in and so she leaves um, and of course, uh, this is where Jim and Harvey actually do call in reinforcements. They wow. don't wait for them. No. But they call them in. Yep. And then GCPD, you're under arrest. And I don't know, the strike team showed up really, really fast. That's true. And so um the brothers drive away and um Bridget's freaking out. She's like, please stay away, stay away, stay away. And so the um she fires the flamethrower. And then the weapon jams, and then one of the one of the baby strike force um, grabs her from behind. Garrett and t- yeah, tackles her, and she Bad. accidentally sets him on fire. And she accidentally runs. on purpose. Accidentally on. Well, she's trying to get away, and she's messing with this thing, right. and it's jammed. And so, I mean, I didn't, I didn't get the I'm going to set him on fire no. kind of vibe. It, no, this whole thing has just been a clusterfuck, and um. So she sets him on fire and she runs and then Jim tries to put the flames out. And um, my note says Garrett becomes bacon. Yeah. Because yeah. Selena accused Bridget earlier that she told her she were going to, you're bacon. Oh, okay. There you go. So like, Garrett, but Garrett actually Garrett becomes bacon. bacon. And so. Um, Selena, I did not come up with that one all on my own. I'm okay. sorry. So Selena shows up and she's like, follow me, follow me. And so she gets Bridget out of there and. She says that they're going to go home. And um, so Bridget climbs up the fire escape. And they escape go together. Home. Where's home, though? It should uh, be Wayne Manor. We have, I know, right? We have not seen the last of these two together. No. Um, and so the next day, uh, Jim and Harvey are at the GCPD. and But Harvey made him coffee. Harvey did make him Aww. coffee. And um, Theo is inexplicably there again. Oh, this is the scene I was thinking of. And so uh, he's talking to the officers and Barnes comes out and says that Garrett has died. Hmm. And Harvey is visibly upset. Harvey is very upset. Of all of the people on the team, I really think Harvey took it a little more personally. Yeah. Personally? Because as much as he bitches about newbies... Like, he's quite protective. He cares. That's the thing, though. Harvey he's really does care. so much care. bluster, but he really does care. And I think it has a lot to do... I mean, there's a lot to do with dicks. Yeah. Um, oh, yeah, yeah, And yeah. I think that's why he bitches about newbies. Yeah. Because this is what happens. Yeah. So... Because, you know. And uh, so they, of course, are like... Uh, you know, Barnes insists that, you know, Garrett was a great cop, and they'll mourn him, and they're blah, 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 blah. And so Jim goes over to Theo, and if I was a betting woman, I would have more money. <laughs> He'll endorse him for mayor. Of course. Because they need to fight these kind of criminals. Well, he makes him promise that he'll provide him with what he needs. And it's yeah, such will you, a mistake. Basically, will you support us? This is how Gotham went downhill in the first place. Right here. People making compromises yes. and deals. and yeah. Yes. Yeah. And Go- uh, Jim is falling right into the same Jim trap. Jim has horrible judgment in people. Jim is just horrible. Yeah. Yeah. Jim's a trash can. He's... And not the fun kind. Um, so Theo figures that um, Jim needs the city to basically rally behind him. 
Well, he does. Yeah. And um, just not Theo. No. He needs the actual people of Gotham. Right. Um, you know, and he and Theo makes him promises and they shake hands. And I'm just like, this is bad. And so um, later, Theo comes back to his penthouse and there's this hooded guy waiting for him. I don't know who I thought it was. I kind of thought at first thought it, it was, was I thought it was Butch at first. I did too. And it it is not Butch. It's old dude. <laughs> and um, he uh, takes his hood off and he's like, Father Creel. And they hug. Oh. And Theo's like, look at the knife I got. Look, Papa. And um, <laughs> Aren't you proud? And, he, and I kept waiting for, for him to be like, no, you suck. Um, but... He's like, I, we don't have Bruce yet, but we will. And Creel's like, after 200 years, the day of redemption is at hand. We can wait. We can be patient. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? And he mentions that their warrior brothers are crossing the ocean to redeem Gotham. Azrael. I think, are they going to make Azrael straight up bad guy? Because he is. I think so. In the, I mean, he does, he's supposed to be the Batman heir for a hot minute. Yeah. Um, but he is basically, at the end of the day, he's a bad guy. Yeah. I saw that in Batman Arkham Knight. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, they... Don't don't trust the Asriel. These just cult saying. people are a-coming. And, yep. uh, and we find out that Bruce Wayne is set to die. And I'm like, oh, no, he's not because no, he's Batman. No, he's Bruce Wayne. Yeah, he's, he's Batman. He's not dead. He's not dead. No. So, the knife was the only thing that Theo was after. Yeah. All Why the other, were the other four, were they just cover-up? I think they were just distractions. Okay. From what I can and see. And apparently, what they've just, told us. they're going after all Wayne properties. Sure. So, it's disruptive to the Waynes. Right. He's going to tear them down. Yeah. I mean, if you're going to damage somebody. Might as well be Wayne. Might as well be the Waynes. Um, they're, they are, I think they're like the only, the only family really left. Yeah. Uh, I don't think the Elliots hold a whole lot of power anymore. Yeah. Uh, so that leaves the Waynes are the big, they and run if, everything. And if Martha was the sole cane, because clearly no other family members are stepping up to take care of Bruce. So Martha must have been yeah, the last cane left. There's no aunts or uncles or cousins yeah. or anything. Uh, so the canes are gone. So we just have Bruce. So why, of course, you know, it's going to be, so I'm guessing it was really just a distraction to, to distract away from the fact that the knife got stolen. Yeah. But is the GCPD that bad that they yeah. didn't realize that the safe had been broken into and it's not even mentioned yeah. in the investigation? Yeah. Uh, you'd think they would have noticed that the safe was open and it was the only location. Exactly. It makes no sense to me. Yeah. But I'm assuming that the other fires were just a distraction. Yeah. Unless we're told differently Right. Next up, ep- because next episode does look like it's going to be a Firefly episode. Well, I'm. It's nice to see that we we're going to have this quote unquote villain because I don't know how much of a villain Bridget, Bridget really, really is, is at yeah. this point uh, for more than one episode. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I think last season we had Crane for two episodes. Yes, we did. And then the Electrocutioner for two. Thank you, because I would have called him something else. Uh, <laughs> we had him for a couple episodes, but that was really about it. And of yeah. course, we had Penguin. Yeah, but Th- as far throughout, as but, but I hope they set her up, and I hope she's not tied up with a neat bow at the end of next episode. Like, like if right. she's gonna go away and do some stuff, that's fine. Explain why she's not gonna be in Gotham in in our face for the you know, or at least have some have Harvey mention. Uh, well, it looks like the Firefly's gone underground. 
something. Something. Yeah. Don't Cause, just because I'd be fine with her cropping back up again. It just seems Which Firefly, a little too convenient when it's right. always wrapped up with a bow. Yeah, because Firefly does tend to just crop up and go away and crop up and go away in the yeah. canon. So, um, but I'm very excited to see where they're going to go with this. Yeah, and I like Bridget. I do too. I'm like, please get some agency, girl. I feel bad for you. She's an accidental villain. Yeah, I don't think she, she really didn't mean to hurt anybody. I don't think she did either. And she's gonna. But be, she likes it. She likes well, the fire. She likes the fire. I don't know she's how she's going to react to having killed someone. Yeah. Um, but this may be, be her finally having power. Maybe. And so being away from the brothers mm-hmm. for a hot minute. Mm-hmm. A hot. Oh God! <laughs> you really are I on just, fire tonight. <laughs> You're not making it any better. No, I'm not. Uh, I'm a total enabler. Yes, you are. (laughs) So, yeah. So, So I think it was good, and I want more of this history stuff. I do, too. Like, a lot more. I was so excited, because we've been crying for Court of Owls since way back when. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, there's been tiny hits, hints, hits, mm-hmm. hints here and there. So I'd really be excited to see but that come to fruition. this is interesting because, and, and I think I mentioned this a couple episodes ago, this cult group that Theo belongs to is not the same group that is in charge of Gotham right now. No. So who are these two distinct groups? Is Theo's group something to do with Ra's al Ghul and then the ruling is, is Court of Owls? Um, because you said that one kid was was a Talon already established. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So maybe the Court of Owls are what's established in Gotham, and this new group, be they League of Assassins or whatever. I don't know which way if they're going to go with League of Assassins or because somebody Court of Owls. I mean, is I don't know if Tabitha is typical of their cult people, like or are they all trained that way? Or well, she's listed. She's described as a psychopath. Yeah. So I mean, is that just her descriptions of her, or is, was she trained as a weapon she, by the cult, or, or is she just screwy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, she's. I get the feeling that she is specifically paired up with Theo to be her muscle, to be his muscle, be yeah. his muscle. Yeah. yeah, that she's there to be his muscle. Yeah, which, which is, is fine. A, which is a great dynamic. To yeah, see. and it, if we got some more character out of her, uh, some character out yeah. of her, other than the fact that she likes whips and leather and Barb and Barb. Although I don't think she's too happy with Barb right now. No. Uh, so yeah. we'll just have to wait and see what happens. So so now I want to see how Butch is going to be received. I'm so worried that he's gone. Yeah. That this is the beginning of the end of Butch Gilzane. Oh. And it hurts me. Yeah. He kind of, because we didn't like him at first. Boy, no, did he grow on us. He did. They they developed his character more. Yeah, they did. So, yeah. Yes. So I think I think it was much stronger than the previous episode. I still have a bit of a Jerome hangover. Yes, I don't think that's ever going to go away, though. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you know, I really don't think. And even if they ever even allude to the Joker anytime soon. I'm going to be like, fuck you too all. Too soon. Too yeah. soon. Too, it's too soon, baby. It's too soon. Too soon. <laughs> I can't have that. I'm so. still in mourning. I know, right? So. All right. That's all I have. Okay. Um. So, guys, I, I especially if you're into DC canon and you know more about it than we do, I would be very interested to hear what anybody thinks about this whole, who this cult is, if Court of Owls is involved, if you think League of Assassins slash Shadow is involved. I'm very interested to see what somebody's canon take may be on this. Any historical connection to any other characters that we haven't 
from these families that we haven't picked up on yeah would be way know. cool uh you can email us at randomteapodcasts at gmail.com you can find us on twitter at randomteacasts or on the tumble at randomteapodcast.tumblr.com and if all of that's way too much to remember because it is a lot you can find everything on our website at randomteapodcasts.com you can indeed what else can they find on our website? They can find so much stuff like all our other podcasts. We have other podcasts? We do. Wow. We do Sleepy Hollow. <gasps> Yay. I like Sleepy Hollow. Yeah, yeah. That's why we cast about it. Oh, yeah, right. Um, we do Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. I like Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. Uh, we do uh, Marvel Cinematic Universe movies. Slowly but surely. Slowly but surely. We'll get there. <laughs> um, we're, we also do random movies, which we just did uh, Shaun of the Dead for Halloween. Yay! You should really listen to it. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> oh, God. Bring alcohol. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> we did. Yeah. <laughs> we totally did. And coming soon. Coming soon, Agent Carter. I'm so excited about Agent Carter. I got to sit down and rewatch some of that. Yeah, we're going to we're gonna do season one sometime later in this year um, to pick up, to get ready for season two, which starts in January. Ish. January. We still, still do don't not have, a, have a release date. We just know it's going to be after New Year. Yeah. So we'll see when that happens. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm excited. Yay. Anything else? I Is that all the pimping? Yeah. Okay. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Thanks, guys. <laughs>